Welcome to the Mogul Marathon Real Estate Podcast. We highlight keen investment insights and strategies so you can become a real estate mogul. Here's your host, Yannick Kujo Virgil. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the Mogul Marathon Real Estate Podcast. I'm very excited to talk about today's topic, how I confidently quit my job to invest full-time in real estate. A little bit about my backstory. I got into commercial real estate because I wanted to create generational wealth and freedom for myself and my family. When I retired from the NFL, I didn't have anything on my resume from a finance perspective that would allow me to just get in with a shot because I wanted to learn about commercial real estate at a high level. I went to school for kinesiology and I thought that after retiring from the NFL, assuming that I would have played 10 years, I would just own a gym and just retire off into the sunset. So my journey in commercial real estate started in the asset management space. You know, I started off in brokerage and then I moved into various asset management firms, but I knew that I wanted to be a full-time investor. And, and so in order for me to get to that level, I knew that I had to create a real estate business that would create cash flow for me to get that financial freedom and create that generational wealth through real estate investment. So within today's show, I definitely wanted to talk about how I confidently was able to do this in hopes of you creating a thought pattern to do that yourself. So, you know, when people talk about quitting their job to get into real estate full time, a lot of people want to do that because they want to live their life on their own terms. People want financial freedom. People want cash flow. People want generational wealth. They don't necessarily want to work a job for 30 years and then get to enjoy their money or their time and their freedom when they're 60, 65 years old. I think that way of thinking is somewhat outdated in today's culture. And so people want to have a life by design. The caveat to that is that entrepreneurship is a tough journey. And some people start off at different markers. You may start off at the 100 meter yard line. Some people start at the 200, 300, 400, and so on and so forth. And it can be a frightening journey for a lot of people. You know, when you give up a revenue source or an income stream that you've created, it's a different level of thinking for you to commit to that lifestyle or commit to that transition. And so it's a very risky industry, but how I was able to transition into the world of full-time real estate entrepreneurship was focusing on creating a revenue stream that would consistently replace that income. That's all that you have to do. It doesn't necessarily have to be real estate. It can be other businesses that you might create. The key is you have to have that cash flow consistently to replace that income that you have from your job. And so alongside of that, the thing that you need to think about too is how do I set up a business that is scalable, similar to the cash flow quadrant? And I'm sure that you guys today know about Robo Kiyosaki and the cash flow quadrant, right? You start off at the left where you're a W-2 employee, then you move along the quadrant, you start to be a business owner, but you're still working in the job. And then the goal is to get to the I. And the I represents the investor when you are not necessarily working in your job, you are just investing and managing at a high level and having other people work for you. And so I think if you focus on those two things, you would be able to 100% transition to being a full-time real estate investor. 
So what I'm going to talk about today is the most risk averse way to quit your job is through cash flow. And I'm going to share what I did in hopes of helping you achieve the same objective that I did of quitting your job and investing in real estate full time. So the first thing that I did was created a plan. You have to create a plan of how you are going to do this. Specifically for for me in real estate private equity, real estate private equity is a business that's extremely tough to break into. In order to rise to the highest level of private equity or just scale up in real estate private equity, you have to have the money, the expertise, and the deal. And a lot of times people struggle on the money part because to do bigger deals requires more money. And I understood that early on in my real estate career that money raising is not something that is necessarily easy. It is the more challenging part of growing a real estate private equity business. And so again, for you to get to that high level or scale up in the real estate private equity space, it relies on the amount of capital that you're able to raise. So I understood that, but at the same time, I saw an opportunity in the single family space to get to this cash flow level much more quicker than I would do in the private equity space. And I knew that I had some resources that would be able to allow me to do that quicker and more efficiently than I would in the private equity space. And so what I mean by that is that I started acquiring single family rentals and I understood that I wanted that consistency that I mentioned of income to supplement or replace my W-2 job. And so my strategy was acquiring a ton of single family rentals and leasing them up with Section 8 to allow me to quit my job. And I utilized the birth strategy that allowed me to, quote unquote, recycle some of those profits and investment into other properties to get to the level where I was able to quit my job much faster than I would have if I was using private equity capital to quit my job. See, the reality in real estate private equity is that it depends on the amount of money that you can raise. If you have the funds required to go out there and buy a 100-unit apartment complex, or not even a 100-unit apartment complex, but just maybe a 10-unit, a 20-unit, where you favorably control much of the economics. See, a lot of people, when they get into the private equity space, They don't start making money until they're able to control the economics in private equity. And what I mean by that is that you might have a deal where you're one of 10 people buying a property. Nine times out of 10, you're probably not going to get life-changing cash flow money just based off of just one deal. You have to do multiple deals. And as you grow in your private equity business, you likely have to control more of the economics, the share of the economics for that to be enough money to replace your W-2 income. For me, I understood that and that was the goal. However, I saw an opportunity in the single family space to do that at a much quicker level. And so what I did was that I just utilized the cash that I had and business credit to fund a lot of the acquisitions that I have in my own personal portfolio to utilize the BRRRR strategy. And so using that strategy, I'd be able to maximize my cash flow and essentially recycle that money into other projects to get to that freedom number that I had to replace my W-2 income. And so that is essentially what I did to build enough cash flow to quit my job and then also have the surety of income because having cash flow is one thing, but surety of cash flow for me was extremely important. 
And that's why I utilize the Section 8 strategy to have that surety because I know that the government is going to pay me on the first of the month. That is a fact. That is essentially what I did. There's no no secret to it. All I did was just find an opportunity. I figured it out. I created a business plan that would allow me to do it much quicker than I would have attained in the real estate private equity space. I started acquiring these properties, single family rentals that at this point, depending on the market that you're in, likely cash flow much higher than a private equity multifamily building. Because not only do you control the economics more favorably, because you you control the entire deal, but you're also able to build enough equity in it. So whereas your basis in the property is much lower and the debt that you likely put on the property is much more favorable as well. And so I started acquiring these properties, leased it up Section 8, utilized the birth strategy, used a combination of cash and credit to fund these projects at scale to then go ahead and lease up these properties and created a cash flow for me to quit the job. So there's no secret to that strategy. You can do it too. All you have to do is just focus on cash flow. Again, it doesn't necessarily have to be real estate. It can be other aspects, other businesses that you might have. The goal is to get the cash flow to quit the job. Don't necessarily focus on, oh, I have to do this 150 unit deal because people said, hey, go bigger, your first deal in real estate. Stay in your lane, figure out what you want to do, figure out your cash flow number and find investment vehicles that would allow you to get to that cash flow number as quickly as possible. And so I hope that helps you get to financial freedom and allow you to quit your job to become a full-time real estate investor. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.